everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. Today is going to be a solo episode. In fact, I'm probably going to have a whole week of solo episodes and then we're going to be jumping back into probably every other show will be an interview. Um, I've been doing a lot of planning for what I want to do with the show going forward and want to take your feedback and also my goals, which is to keep educating you, giving you the best information. And a lot of you have really been enjoying my solo shows and my ramble-on-a-thons. That's what I call them. But apparently you guys get something out of it, so I'm going to keep going with it. And then certainly bring back, we're going to be bringing back a lot of guests from our most popular shows historically. So yes, a lot of your favorite people will be back on the show. And then we've got some great new folks coming up. So stay tuned for that. Um, Hopefully you've been enjoying the show and you are subscribed. If you haven't, take a moment, share this show with your friends, let them know all of the episodes uh, and topics that we cover. I'm still regularly surprised how people who seem to tune in to me and the show on a regular basis, they'll hear me reference a certain show and they'll go, oh my God, I didn't know about that one. Send me the link. So make sure you head over to thekellyoshow.com. Make sure you're subscribed there. I'm in the process of bringing on a new team who's going to (laughs) be... Thank God for you guys um, handling all of my back end stuff. Um, I am just over um, tasked with this new role I have um, with this new company and just too busy to spread too thin. And I want to lead by example when I tell you guys like it's not cool and it's not good for your health to be a workaholic and be working all the time outsource, outsource, outsource. So you're going to see a lot of improvements and a lot of cool stuff coming. Um, and instead of me trying to tackle, tackle it all and do everything like I've done in the past, um, I'm bringing on some really good team members to help me. So stay tuned for that. But again, make sure you're subscribed over at the And, uh, again, if you have questions on this episode or on future episodes or things that you would really like to see me cover either from, Hey, 
Kelly, I want to hear you talk about your journey on these Kelly Solo shows to cover these topics. Or, hey, Kelly, you've had experts on these topics. Can you cover this specifically? Fill out the contact me form at that same site, thekellyoshow.com, which really is within kellyalexa.com. Just use the contact me form. Shoot me a note. So today we're going to be talking about the importance of measurement and data for your weight loss, fat loss goals. Um, Now, again, let me put a full disclosure up front and say these are of course my this is my opinion there are definitely some women out there who are in a different place they are all about health and wellness and getting fit and you know they want to lose weight but there are and I respect those opinions there are people who you know think that maybe some of the things that I'll suggest, some of the things that I do are being too hard on yourself or that it's too, you know, it's too much and it's, we should focus on body acceptance and, you know, celebrating our bodies as they are, yada, yada, yada. Um, Again, I don't want to tell people how to think and, There are absolutely some people who will get to a point, maybe when you have a certain degree of hormonal imbalance, maybe when you're in perimenopause or menopause or postmenopause, maybe after you've had X number of kids and, you know, you've just, you're tired of dieting and you're tired of trying. And there's a lot of people who will say, if I have to do XYZ, PDQ, all of these different steps, in order to achieve my goal, like if it requires that much effort and focus, I don't really want to do that. And you know what? Different strokes for different folks. That's cool. This show is not for you. This episode is not for you. Um, And I am by no means saying um, that I am anti-body acceptance, that I am, um, you know, not about body love. I'm working on that. But my personal, the way that I feel about my body, here, here's here's my opinion on the matter. And I said this on my Instagram stories the other day, and I got quite a lot of comments back, positive comments. If you are in your life, you want to lose 10 pounds, you want to lose 20 pounds, you want to lose 50 pounds, whatever it is. If that for you is a nice to have goal, but not a need to have goal, that's one thing. So in other words, what I'm saying is maybe you know that you would look your best if you lost 10 pounds, but you're okay. You're, you're fine. You're comfortable going to the beach. You're comfortable wearing, you know, maybe you wear a size or two bigger than you did 10 or 15 years ago and you're okay with that. You're comfortable with it. Like you would love if you could snap your fingers and get where you want to be but you don't want to, you know, give up the glass of wine you have every night when you watch TV. You don't want to count your calories in MyFitnessPal. You don't want to work out, um, you know, maybe right now you just go for a walk. And if it requires adding weightlifting and doing things that you haven't done before, you don't want to do it. That's personality type or, I don't know, state of the fitness union. That That's option number one. Option number two are people like me you, maybe you're 5, 10, 15, 20, 50, whatever pounds overweight. And for you, that weight, whatever it is, invades your life so much and affects you emotionally so much 
that for you, you're willing to do whatever it takes. And let me really be clear before I just dive into the measurement part of this and then wrap it up. I am not, when I say that, I hear when I hear myself say it, when I say you're willing to do whatever it takes, I really do not mean to come across to the people who are in that first group and say, well, they're not willing to do whatever it takes. It's, it's a choice. Okay. Some people don't want to be, don't want to take things to that next level and that's okay. So again, this show, this episode is for people who it's really impacting your life emotionally, mentally, um, just in general, it's really impacting your life negatively to be where you are. And it's really important to you personally to reach your goal. And I encourage all of you who are in that place to not apologize for it. There's good and bad things about the body positive movement, right? There's good and bad things about self-body acceptance or body acceptance, right? It's, It's a good thing. And I'm absolutely working on that. In fact, I just had this conversation with my man two days ago. You know, I have to accept my body where it is right now. I'm generally speaking, like a size bigger than I normally am. Um, I have to accept that and be able to go out and enjoy my life and not hide in my house. I used to do that. I used to be that extreme. I would think I couldn't be seen by anybody unless I was perfect. And let's get real. None of us are ever perfect. You have to be able to love yourself along the way. So I completely am in alignment with that. What I'm not in alignment with, and I have every right to feel this way, Um, I'm not trying to convince anybody to change their opinion, but I personally am not in alignment with, you know, Hey, if people are 75 pounds overweight, we should just say, we should glorify that and say, that's okay. Because from a health perspective, I'm not talking about an aesthetic perspective from a health perspective, it's not healthy for us to carry that much extra fat period. And I defy any of you to argue with me on that. So, you know, the bottom line is the more fat that we carry, um, the more health problems that are going to arise in our lives, period. So there's one thing for us to accept our bodies, right? And then there's another thing to go, you know what? This goal is important enough to me. I'm doing it for the right reasons. I'm doing it for myself, Nobody else. I'm not trying to fit into an aesthetic that that makes no sense for me. I'm not trying to look like Jennifer Aniston or Kim Kardashian when I have a completely different body shape. Like this is important to me. If you're at that point and you've been stuck for a long time, um, and you're not doing these things I'm about to to mention, this is step number one for you to take things up a notch, and it is so hugely important. I can't tell you what a huge difference this can make because ultimately when we're talking about data and measurement and tracking what you're doing, I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in everybody else's life. And when you think about it, it just makes sense as we become older in our lives. Okay. Once you get past your early twenties, our hormones are changing every day. Our bodies are changing every day. It is so easy. Think about this year, you guys. It's 2020, this crazy pandemic year, you know, everything else that's happened. You know, I'm recording this in July. 
it feels like it was just January. And the reason I'm bringing that up as an example is, you know, time flies already. Um, all of our lives are very busy. It is so easy in our fitness life to have an off week this week and then an off week the next week. And then before you know it, if you're not tracking all of this stuff on a daily, weekly, monthly basis and being accountable to someone for it, suddenly this is when the creep, I'm going to call it the creep. This is when the creep invades your life. And I'm not talking about that weird ex-boyfriend creep. I'm talking about the creep of pounds that slowly creep onto your body. It's insidious, but you just don't even, you won't notice it because you're not tracking, weighing, measuring, um, putting your, your stats in a spreadsheet. It's funny because it, as I thought of this this morning on my walk, I was thinking about recording this show and I thought of this episode of Mrs. Mizell. I think it was season two. And they were showing how um, she was getting out her measuring tape every morning and recording her waist and her, you know, like her, her hips and her thighs and going, yep, still there. And the truth is, like, here's the reality. I just took my measurements this morning and opened up a spreadsheet that I've used off and on since 2013. And right now my waist is one from the last time I'll put this into a blog post, but you know, I'm pretty much an inch bigger in every area except one. And that's exactly what I expected because last year, you guys know there was the vast majority of 2019 for me because of chronic headaches and migraines. It couldn't work out. Um, I was a healthy, from a health perspective, I was a mess. Um, and I didn't get to see a neurologist and be able to get back to consistent training. I just started back up in February. So I'm recording this in July. I've been back to working out for about five months, but it was, you know, February and March. It wasn't, I don't think until May was the first month where I got back to six workouts a week. When you've gone that long from not working out and not doing high intensity cardio and not lifting heavy, you have to really build back up your strength. And in addition, I'm on medication that is typically used to lower blood pressure. And so I had to be really careful to get my body acclimated to that, or I would get lightheaded. So I had to start off with like four days a week at 30 minutes, really not getting my heart rate up too high. Then maybe four days a week at 35 minutes. I mean, I had to really build back up slowly. So my results um, are to be expected, meaning if I'm an inch bigger on my, on my waist, on my upper hips, on my lower hips, uh, I think there's one that I'm an inch and a half bigger. That makes sense. But the truth is like when you're not tracking, if you were tracking every day, you would start to notice that before it became an inch. You would start to notice like, if you were measuring every week and furthermore, if you're weighing, I mean, when you weigh every day and some people might decide to weigh once a week, it's, it's really up to you right now. I'm in the habit of weighing every day and that helps me be able to see how much my weight will fluctuate and go up and down during the week. But overall, then when you have your weight recorded every single day for a month, you look at the overall trend. Am I generally trending downward? And, and then number one, you really become a lot less detached to that number on the scale. When, when you start 
really tracking and you're measuring yourself and you're weighing yourself and you're taking your, your progress photos, which are also one of the hardest things to do emotionally. I get it. Um, it really helps you also detach from the emotions around it. You know, if you're like me and you avoid weighing yourself because you're so terrified of what that number represents to you, 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 you have this dream weight in your mind. For me, it was always 138. I'm 5'5", five, five, and for me, 138 was just the last time I remember feeling like, oh, I look so great right now. It's 138. There was a time in my life right before I got married that I got down to 123, and I do significant. I, I absolutely remember like even my husband at the time and, and, and several other people were like, you're, you, you look too skinny. Like it, it wasn't a good look. Of course, I thought I looked good because back then that's what was really chic was being skinny. J-Lo wasn't popular back then. Beyonce wasn't popular back then. Kim Kardashian wasn't popular back then. Um, you know, what was popular was looking like Jennifer Aniston skinny or um, I can't think of that other. Lindsay Lohan, when she was really going through the skinny Nicole Richie phase. Um, that's what was popular back then. That was the aesthetic everyone aspired to. And so for me, I have always put 138 as my dream goal. I've always been shooting for that, even though it's, it's probably unreasonable now because I wasn't lifting as heavy as I like to lift now. I didn't have the muscle that I will have now. So I, I probably won't hit that weight, but that's what us, a lot of us women do. We have this dream weight that we want to be. And so if we know we're going to get on the scale and not be at that weight, we don't want to see it. It's just like women who avoid dealing with their finances. They won't log into their bank account because they don't want to see what it is. And so they wait until they get a notif notification from their bank, like you're overdrawn. And then they're like, oh, I don't even want to look. And then they wait. And I mean, denial is not just a river in Egypt, as they say, right? You've got to face things. And when you face them and you start detaching the emotion from them, that's when you can manage them. And this is what happens, ladies, when you embrace this idea. It's, it's hard the first time. When I took my before pictures, my first set, and I'll be doing it every week, um, it was emotional. It was really, and I really had to do some like self-coaching with myself to not get upset, to not throw in the towel, to not binge, because I was very disturbed by how I, I view myself. I have body dysmorphia issues. I've had so many people my whole life tell me that. I get it. But you have to like, you owe it to yourself if you are in that group of people that I mentioned at the beginning of the show, where your fitness level, your being overweight, if it's affecting you, if you're not where you want to be and it's affecting you in the way that it affects me. In other words, I don't feel comfortable in my clothes. I feel like I fidget all the time. I fidget with my bra straps. I fidget with my waist, you know, I fidget with my shorts and I'm constantly like looking at how, and, and some of you might hear this and go, that is messed up. I'm not proud of this, but it just is. I'm so, I'm so uncomfortable at where I'm at because I'm not where I want to be. And because I've lost time you know, during the, the migraine period, that sounds like a lifetime show. It is what it is. I'm not apologizing for it. I'm not, um, suggesting that anybody should try to think this way or, or live this way. It's not fun, but all I'm telling you is that for me, I've recognized 
this is creating too much of a negative impact in my life. And so for me, it's worth going the extra mile. And I'm going to be recording my next episode is going to be on that very topic about going the extra mile. Um, This will be a part of it. But ultimately, if you realize like, hey, me not being at my goal and me being so uncomfortable in my own body, if you're that way and, and you want to get better for your own reasons, for your own right reasons, and you're not doing this stuff, you're not measuring, this is level one. This is the first layer that you need to, in my opinion, add into your life. Because as scary as it is, and ladies, I'm not being dismissive when I say that or condescending, because it was scary for me to face this again. It was scary for me to get on the scale again. It was scary for me. And the truth is I got on the scale. And you know what? Um, After not having weighed myself for like six weeks, I was two pounds heavier. Two pounds. It wasn't like I gained 20 pounds. It was two pounds heavier. And that's exactly what I thought I was. Um, when I measured myself, you know, I'm an inch to an inch and a half bigger on in most of these areas. That's kind of how I feel when I put my clothes on, you know, I'm a lot better than I was two years ago when I was working with that nightmare dietitian. Um, and I've told you guys that story. Um, but I'm not where I want to be. And for me, this is important enough to let, to take things and level it up. My, my first level was hiring Alex and the level 10 coaching team. And by the way, guess what's coming up? You guys, I am going to have a weekly interview with Alex and we are going to go over everything that I'm doing. We're going to use me as a walking, living, breathing example. I'm going to ask her every question that I have that you guys ask me, why are you guys doing this? Why are you reverse dieting? What is a reverse diet? Why are you doing a reverse diet for Kelly? What's the plan? Why no high intensity cardio? All those questions will answer because I'm not the expert to answer them. But make sure you're tuned in for that because we're going to have those interviews there. So for me, the first step was recognizing that I'd gotten to a point where I'm I'm really eating quite healthy. Steve and I were just talking about this the other day. We're like, God, we eat really healthy. We do. And so for as healthy as I eat, as much time and focus as I put into my supplements, my vitamins, getting good sleep working out, um, for me to not have been able to move the needle, it's time to, to turn the reins over to somebody else who has more expertise, more experience and more knowledge and furthermore, more objectivity. That was level one, level two. And this is part of their training is you weigh yourself, you track your macros, you, so data is a big part of it. I'm tracking my macros, my calories, I'm able to see trends there. I was just able to see because I'm tracking my food and my calories that the past four to five days, I'm typically like 20 grams higher on carbs every day and 20 grams too low on protein. That's great data that I can use to tweak my diet because we all know if I have a little bit more protein, a little less carbs, what do you think is going to happen? If I wasn't tracking, I would be like, If like when I just started, I just started tracking um, caloric deficit. And that's a great place to start, you guys. I absolutely believe Jordan Syed is spot on with that. That's a great place to start. When you need to take things further and you have all the health issues I have, the hypothyroidism, the hormones, blah, blah, blah. That's when you have to add in, you know, a lot of other stuff. Tracking food macros gives you insights. 
weighing yourself, measuring yourself, taking progress photos as emotionally hard as it can be in the beginning, trust me, about a week in, the emotion disappears because then you become fascinated with watching the trends. You you become detached and you can see yourself like a project. And that's a beautiful place to be because you can really then just say, okay, my body is, is a machine and I can tweak certain inputs and outputs to, to get the desired result. And, and the more that you take emotion out of it and look at it as data and compliance, (laughs) the more I think that you will, frankly, I find this part fun. I actually, it, it makes it easier for me to emotionally accept myself along the way as, and this is a good point to close on. It really does make it easier for me to accept myself along the way, because when you're tracking all this stuff, you've got a notebook, you're tracking your food every day, you're on a program, you're on a path. You don't have that underlying doubt all the time. Like, am I doing, am I, is, is what I'm doing right You don't have that doubt going on. Like, you know, you've got this. It might not take two months. I'm not expecting this. Also a conversation I had with Steve probably last night. I'm not expecting this to, to, to turn me around in 30 days. In fact, I'm absolutely committed to, you know, my first three months with Alex. And then I know I will renew I'm committed to a, a year of transforming my health. I'm committed to trying a lot of new things. I'm committed to doing a lot of reading and a lot of learning and sharing that all with you. I don't have expectations of, of you know, I want to lose this weight by spring break, or I guess I should be not be saying that as I'm recording this in July. Does this year not seem like a blur to everybody? Anyway, you guys know where I'm coming at, coming from. Seriously. I urge you, if you're in that group, ladies like me, where you recognize how much of a negative impact how you feel about yourself is making, and I'm not trying to tell you you should feel that way. If you're in the other camp where you're able to just be comfortable and go, hey, I'd rather have wine every week and have an extra 500 calories, and I don't want to do all that stuff, and if it means you know my thighs are a little jigglier or I, I might have, you know, maybe I'm wearing a size 12 instead of a size eight. I'm cool with that. Like if you're, if, if you're that comfortable, I, I kind of wish I could be that comfortable, but I also don't apologize for where I'm at. I have high aspirations. I'm willing to work for it. And this is what's important to me. It doesn't mean everybody has to feel that way. So if you're like me and, and you want to make a difference and you've been stuck for a while, the first thing I encourage you to do, start a spreadsheet, start measuring yourself, um, I'm happy to share a spreadsheet model that I use with you. If you want to email me, um, start measuring, start taking progress photos, start um, weighing yourself. I encourage you. The, in my opinion, like if you weigh yourself daily, you will get more comfortable with the fact how much your weight can fluctuate from a day to day. I remember the first time I weighed myself, I was whatever pounds. The next day I was like within a week, I fluctuated three pounds. So you'll get more comfortable with the fact, I think if you weigh yourself once a week, you can set yourself up for, you know, I don't know. I I just firmly believe it's, it's, it can help take the emotion out of it if you weigh yourself every day. Um, And frankly, if you see some, an alarming trend and you see that like after two weeks, that scale's not only not going down, but you're trending upwards, that's when you really know you need to make changes. You guys, it's when we don't track 
that the creep comes in and nobody wants to let a creep in their house. So don't let the creep come in where, you know, inches are creeping onto your body, pounds are creeping onto your body. And then suddenly you go put on a pair of shorts or try to pack for vacation. And you're like, holy shit, I'm not going. Nobody's got time for that. Life is too short. So I hope this was helpful for you. Make sure you tune into my next episode where I'm going to be talking about going the extra mile. It's going to piggyback off of this. Um, again, I'm going to have a week of Kelly O solo shows per your request on all the topics you've asked me to elaborate on. And then we're going to get back to uh, every other show being an interview and every other show being a solo show. So all the show notes for this and other shows are over at thekellyoshow.com. Make sure you're subscribed over there. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Kelly Alexa. Follow The Kelly O Show at The Kelly O Show. And um, if you're liking the show and you haven't given us a review yet, what is wrong with you? Make sure you give us a five-star review and I will send you chocolates. Love you guys. I will see you soon.